0: Hello, and welcome back to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. This is Charlie Wright, and again, we are at the National Association of Active Investment Managers Annual Conference here in Newport Beach, and uh, we're talking with Paul Schatz, President and Founder of Heritage Capital out of Woodbridge, Connecticut. Paul, welcome to the conference and to Strategic Investor Radio.
1: Thanks for having me. Good to see you.
0: Uh, so, Paul, uh, you are a f- past president and a board member of um, of name, and you have been a uh, participant here for well over twenty years. So tell us why do you continue to be active in name and wh- why do you continue to come to these conferences
1: So my activity and coming back first began out of education. I was looking for education, looking to meet some peers and colleagues who did the same thing I did um, after being involved after becoming president. I realized that The true value of name is the networking, to find people. For me, I want to find who made what mistakes, when they made them, and why. Because everybody has success stories, but if you can avoid mistakes, just like in investing, you're so far ahead of the game. So I come back, frankly, because I've gotten so much more out of name than I've given back. So if I won't volunteer my time back, how could I expect anybody else to? So for me, name has not only kept me in the business, but helped me succeed.
0: Well, that's great, and there's no question that's easily seen by anybody who comes here because the networking is, is certainly very, very important. Tell us about active investment management. Uh, does it play a strong role in your practice, and how much do you believe in it?
1: When I got in the business in 1988, um, that's, that's all I've known ever since. I was 20, essentially 26, almost 27 years. I came in as a trader working in Wall Street. All I've known is to become an active investor. For me... Active investment is about protecting against the disaster. It's, it's not about becoming wealthy beyond our wildest dreams. It's about taking care of clients, making sure they have money throughout their retirement, and making sure when it's time to play defense, you have some kind of defense in place.
0: Okay, so tell us a little about the, the defense mechanisms that exist in the portfolios that you have created for your clients, and then also you, you've made those portfolios available to other advisors.
1: So we run 12 different strategies across the whole universe, asset-wise, asset, asset wise, risk-wise, trading-wise, time horizon-wise. Each strategy has its own defensive mechanism in place. Some are as simple as you buy something at X, it declines a certain percent, and you automatically get out. That's probably the easiest way to describe defense. Other strategies probably have a more complex system where um, the first bit of worry in the market sets off a chain reaction and we would need a series of concerns before the portfolio began to get either liquidated cash or put a hedge in place so i think it depends on the portfolio you can't just have one tool to play defense and if you look at any really successful sports team great defenses confuse offenses and they do a lot of different things and they evolve and they work within the whole game same thing in investing
0: okay so what what kind of uh Defenses do you find to be very appropriate other than just a a stop loss?
1: Well, so if you look at the equity market, where probably the most information is available, there's, if before every single bear market in history, and if you just go back the last hundred years, before every single bear market, there's a number of things that have happened. For instance, The junk bond market, which has only been around since really the mid-80s, the junk bond market typically rolls over many, many months before stocks do. That's one sign that, uh uh-oh, something is different. The New York Stock Exchange of advanced decline line, which just tells you the health of the market, are the generals and the troops marching ahead into battle together. So when the advanced decline line peaks months before the market begins to peak, you know you've got a, a concern, a worry. When leadership... The most the healthiest markets have tech, essentially the semiconductors, the transportations, and the banks leading the way. Well, in two thousand and six and seven, the banks began to weaken long before the market did. It's another sign something's not right so when you when you add all these things together and you put, and you put them in the pie, you know, geez, everything was great for the last five years. It's not so great now. It's time to get your ears up that something is changing in the market.
0: Well, you make a compelling story here uh, and and case for active uh, fund management. What do you tell clients, Paul, when they come in and they say, well, we've been told you can't time the market and buy and hold is the best way to do it. And since 1926, you know, we've had returns uh, that that have been great and that kind of thing.
1: So my, my, my initial answer is going to surprise you a little bit. To me, there's nothing inherently wrong with buy and hold. Over over any 100-year period, 80-year period, you're going to return somewhere between 8 and 9% including dividends. So buy and hold does work over the long term. Problem number one is not many people have an 80-year time horizon. So if you start to invest at the wrong time, let's say late 99 or 2000, you had two fifty percent declines over the next nine years. Not many people emotionally can withstand that. So while buy and hold looks great on paper. The textbooks love it. What happens if you're actually living it? Investors typically buy high and they sell low. Emotion is the single worst factor in investing. So while it makes sense to buy and hold intuitively, when it plays out on paper, the average investor makes the wrong decisions because they think with their heart, not with their brain, not with the facts at hand. Active management gives you ability to play defense. Active management is not a get-rich-quick scheme. But it's a plan, a well-thought-out plan that over time should help you succeed. And the key, is, the key is clients come to me because they want to know they're going to have enough money during retirement. Not for the next year or two, but until they pass away and hopefully leave money to heirs. So the key there is if you're, if you're buying and holding and you pass away and then the market drops 50%, your heirs just got a 50% discount on all their stuff.
0: Well, Paul, thank you very much. Those were some, again, very compelling uh, points here that you make. Uh, any final word on the importance of the value of name?
1: I think if you're, an active, if you're an active manager, if you're an active investment advisor out there, this is the premier group. It's the premier conference for active management, not only in the country, but from my seat, the world. The education is great, but the networking opportunities are unparalleled anywhere.
0: Well, Paul, thank you very much. Uh, These have been uh, words of wisdom here from Paul Schatz of Heritage Capital in Woodbridge, Connecticut, here at the NAME Conference. I'm Charlie Wright, and uh, we'll be right back.